I'm not being painted in a very good light right now, but I'm okay with that because I want you to hear that I'm sorry that I continue to put you in that place that you have to take care of stuff like that, kiddo. And that that's my stuff. That's my story. I got to work through that in some way. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, I'm Michael. This is a daddy-daughter thing. We're making a podcast. We're going to make a podcast. What are we going to call it? Daddy-daughter 101. Daddy-daughter 101. That is a good title. Thank you very much for asking. (laughs) I'm teaching you how to drive right now. Yeah. What's that experience like for you? Not the driving aspect. I mean, you can talk about driving if you want, but what's it like learning how to drive with me compared to learning how to drive with mom? And you can be honest. It's difficult sometimes. How come? Because you have a tendency to freak out on me, it feels like. Can you describe freaking out so that... You get mad. How do I get mad? You get... I I don't know how to... I don't know how to... Like, when I do something wrong, it feels like you get really super extra hard on me. And, and I I understand it's because you're worried for my safety because I'm doing something wrong that's potentially, you know, deadly sometimes. Yeah. And I understand that. But, I don't know, it feels like even the little things. Like, today I was driving and I was waiting for a car to go by because I'm still kind of unsure of myself. And you were like, you could have gone then. And it's like, instead of asking me why I didn't go or anything, you're just immediately like, you could have gone. You didn't need to wait for that. You're really kind of extra critical, it feels like, a lot of the time. And so one of the ways that we have dealt with this is like tomorrow, you're going to go driving with mom so that you don't go driving with me. Yeah, pretty much. Avoid the issue. That's definitely one way to solve the problem, for sure. Yeah. But... Kiddo, as we are driving or as we're doing anything else, I want to make sure that I'm not hurting your feelings. I want to make mm-hmm. sure that it is still a good experience for you. Yeah. So tell me, this is a chance for you to teach me. Tell me what I can do differently that will work better for you. I'd like to listen. I'd like to hear. I don't know. Um, when I drive, driving makes me anxious. For whatever reason, it makes me That's my anxiety kind of a thing. I don't know why when we drive and when I get nervous, I try and tell you that I'm nervous and you're like, you don't, you shouldn't have a reason to be nervous and you kind of don't. Do I do that? Have I ever told you you don't have a reason to be nervous? Not in those exact words, but you've been like, you shouldn't be nervous because you're doing all right. So that's that's what you hear is me telling you you shouldn't feel that way. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. And I don't, you don't mean it. I, I mean, I know you don't mean that, but... But that's what you hear. That's what I hear. And then that just builds on top of everything else. Um, driving with mom, it's like, I don't know. She doesn't... I don't want to say she doesn't make as big of a deal, because she can. Mm-hmm. But I just feel more relaxed around her. Okay. Because I feel like I'm under less pressure. So I'm putting pressure on you in some way. Yeah. But it sounds like it's emotional pressure that I'm putting on A little you. bit, yeah. And I can't figure out why. Because, like this morning, I was perfectly fine driving with you this morning. Right. That was great. That was fine. So it's either I'm different or you're different. Yeah. I'd like to say it's you're different and I'm perfect. No, I'm perfect. Yeah, kiddo, I know, I know that I probably put pressure on you. And like you said at the beginning... 
it is because this is a vehicle and it is potentially life threatening. Mm -hmm. And so I am definitely stronger. Yeah. But if I'm hurting your feelings in the process, then I need to do something that will change that. Yeah, I know. And I mean, like intellectually, I know that there's a reason why you're, you know, coming across really strongly but then that just triggers my emotions which then triggers my anxiety and my nervousness and everything i was actually talking about mom with mom about this the other day when driving to work Mm -hmm. um but i don't know what triggers it like sitting here right now i can't think of anything that triggers it but when we're driving in the cars something will happen and you'll get a little stressed out yeah i just it flips And I don't know if that's just because I'm emotionally nervous and my own, it's my own inside my head mantra kind of gets going. And then I just can't shut that up. And then you you saying things, I hear my own interpretation of that. And then just, you know, it builds up or what. Right. But if I could do something better, what I'm hearing you say is that I need to somehow lower my intensity because my intensity triggers your anxiety. Yeah, a little bit. And even though my intensity is based around, I don't want to die and I don't want you to die. Yeah, I know, which is kind of unfair of me asking you that. But, I mean, like... But it's still my responsibility to be aware of how I am communicating to you. Yeah. So that it doesn't put you in a worse place because Mm -hmm. if you are now anxious because you're driving and anxious because I'm putting pressure on you, Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to drive good no matter what. When I correct you, when I point out when you do something wrong, does that trigger anything in you? Not as much, really. So it's my intensity. It's my presence. A little bit. Yeah. It's just... How about when we're not driving? How about when we're just around the house doing stuff but my intensity is kind of strong. How does that, how does that sit with you? I don't like that either. That even when it's not directed at me, even when it's directed at the boys, like you're mad at the boys for something and you come across as really intense, really upset and angry. I feel it. And I feel like I'm doing something wrong and there's something that I should fix. So, yeah, I, and I feel bad telling you this, because I feel bad, but... No, Michael, I'm, I'm thankful that you're willing to tell me this. I, I know that feeling from my growing up experience, and it was one of those things that I tried to promise myself that I would never put my family through, and here we are where my story repeats itself, and... And I am doing to you guys what I experienced, even though I hated what mm-hmm. I experienced. I know that my attitude, my emotions set the tone for the family, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wish that wasn't the case, but I, 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 I'm aware that that's what happens. And so when you're telling me that I feel intense, when I feel strongly, it makes you feel like you're doing something wrong. And when that happens, how do you want to respond to that? What do you typically want to do? I want to be somewhere else. You just bail out. Yeah, I kind of do. That's when you disappear to your room. Yeah. The snow day when Sam went walking around and you came, were really upset. I was in the kitchen cleaning the kitchen partially because I just needed something to do to keep myself busy, to keep my emotions kind of from 
taking over. Right. And partially because there's a little niggling thing in the back of my head that said, if dad comes home and is angry and the kitchen isn't clean, he's going to be angry at me because I hadn't gotten the kitchen cleaned yet. And so you're trying to make sure that there isn't something else that triggers me. Yeah. Which I feel like we've talked about this before. We have. And I feel like I tend to do that a lot. I feel like I tend to be the person who will get things done so that, you know, you don't get angry at something else, which makes you angry at somebody else. So, which I think is part of being just the oldest child. It could definitely be part of the oldest child. Um, I'm the oldest child, and so I absolutely resonate and understand that desire to control the environment, which will then somehow magically control everyone's emotions. Yeah. And it never works the way that no. you hope, does it? Nope. Which sucks. It kind of does, yeah. Well, kiddo, this is the chance right now for you to hear from me. Number one, that I appreciate your awareness and you are trying to not have things that trigger me or put me into a bad place. But I also hear the pressure that that's putting onto you, the emotional pressure that's putting onto you to have to take care of my emotions when that's not your responsibility or job. Mm -hmm. And I want you to hear right now that you don't have to do that. If I come home and something triggers me and it puts me in a bad mood, that is not your fault. That's my fault. That's my stuff I need to work through. And I wish that I was better at it. And I'm actually very aware right now that if other people are going to be listening to this, that I'm not being painted in a very good light right now, but I'm okay with that because I want you to hear that I am sorry. I'm sorry that I continue to put you in that place that you have to take care of stuff like that, kiddo. And that that's my stuff. That's my story. I got to work through that in some way. Yeah. Now I'm wondering if I'm going to be like you when I'm a parent. <laughs> There's the chance that that it tends to kind of go generationally. Because it's kind of a learned behavior. Yeah. So. Exactly. But the sooner you can take responsibility for it, just like mm-hmm. I need to take responsibility for it, the sooner you can take the pressure off of your kids. Yeah. Because that's exactly what I'm trying to do today, right now. I don't want you to have to carry that weight. I don't want you to have to sit in that pressure. Mm-hmm. I truly don't. And I wish that I, I wouldn't get frustrated or triggered or intense or any other word you want to put in there. I wish that mm-hmm. I could always be aware of my emotional states and, and change them, but I'm that human. That doesn't always happen. It yeah. doesn't always happen. And yeah, my intensity, especially when Sam got lost the other night, um, or when we thought he was lost, yeah. that was motivated by fear. Yeah. You know that. You know that I wasn't mad at anybody, but I mm-hmm. was absolutely intense because I was absolutely worried yeah. for my son and yeah. where he was at and making sure that he was safe. Mm-hmm. Kiddo, it's not your job anymore. It's not your job to have to take care of me. Okay. And my immediate response is, but I want to, which is kind of, you know... Tell me why. Why do you want to take care of me? Because I don't like it when you come home and are just tired. Like, 
I, as my personality, I know I'm a very, I'm, I'm a person who wants to take care of people. I want to listen to them. I want to hear, hear them. I don't necessarily want to always fix everything, Mm -hmm. but I want to be there and take care of them. And so hearing you say that I don't need to, it's like, but I want to, because that's how I work. That's what I do. And that's because you're a woman. You have designed into your DNA this nurturing, this caring. Uh, and that just tells me one more time that you are growing into a young adult now. <laughs> you're not a little girl. Um, and that you want to nurture and care. And and you want to do that for me. Mm-hmm. And I am honored and thankful that you have those kinds of feelings rather than being ticked off or, yeah. or dismissive towards me. And I'll, yeah. I'll definitely take the nurture and caring, but I, I, I want to encourage you to try to find the balance when, mm-hmm. when I'm in a bad mood, you have permission to go, this is dad's stuff. Yeah. This is him. And you also have permission to come up to me just like mom does and say, dad, you're being pretty intense. Mm-hmm. It's making me uncomfortable. You have permission to do that. Okay. Because I live with two women now. I don't live with a little girl. I don't live with my wife. I live with two adult women in my household. And you have feelings just like a woman has feelings. And and your feelings are, are absolutely as important as mom's feelings are to me. Mm-hmm. And I got to learn how to live with two women in the house now. That's going to be... It's not new because, you know, I've been doing it for the last 19 years. Yeah. But things are definitely changing. You... You have a different voice in our house now as a, as a woman, not a little girl. Huh. That, that's weird to think about, but it, it is true because. Yeah, it is weird to think about. Yeah. It also comes with extra responsibility of being mm-hmm. uh, another adult in the yeah. house. You already know that. We've talked about that over and over. Yep. Um, but your feelings are just as valid as, um, and, and as important as moms are. That's that's good to know, because there are definitely times when I would like like to say something to you, but I just don't know how. You have permission. You have my permission to do that without any fear of reprisal or or anything else like that. Your your voice, your feelings matter to me. Okay, I'm glad. Thank you. You're welcome. I love you, kiddo. I love you, too.